Hello and welcome to the podcast for Christ Community Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. This is a message given by Tom Job on Friday night, April 15th, 2022 at our Good Friday service, where we remembered and reflected on the way that Jesus paid for us. Uh, when I was eight, um, I was eight, my brother was 10, and, um, and my dad had built this uh, kind of a brick barbecue in the backyard, and um, we never really used it for that. We just used it to burn garbage and leaves and stuff. And so we were burning leaves on a fall day because we were supposed to do that. But we had we had gotten a hold of um, some dry cleaner bags, which I mean, if you if you wrap them around a stick and get them to light on fire, I mean, they're just it's just an awesome torch, and it makes this. Um, the plastic like melts and drops in little drops, but they're like fire drops, and um, and it makes this horrible, just kind of awesome smoke. And just for two boys, it was just the best. And um, and that's what we were doing down there. And uh, when it would drip, it would make this cool noise. And um, all of a sudden, my dad just burst out of the house and he started running towards me, and he just started to beat me. And he was beating me, not in the face, but close to my face. And I just thought, you know, we've done a lot worse than this. And, you know, but uh, it was because my brother had flicked some of that plastic on my shoulder. And I hadn't, we had like our football uniforms on. I had my shoulder pads and my um, football jersey, but I was on fire and I didn't know it. (laughs) And my dad was... um, he was beating it out with his bare hands. And if you had been walking down Maple Lane, you might have thought, what am I seeing? This looks like sin. But, um, but it's not. It's the opposite. It's love. So this person, um, we've been thinking in Lent about people that um, found themselves at the feet of Jesus. And there was a woman. And now, there's just this moment in Luke chapter 7 where an important person had invited Jesus to his house for um, a, for a dinner. It wasn't, he didn't invite him. It was to interrogate him and if possible to humiliate him. And when you invited someone to your home in the ancient Middle East, you would have water available at the door so they could wash their feet as just a courtesy. And then um, there was oil that someone would make available so you could just pour it on your head and kind of slick your hair down, get the dust out and stuff and get your hair to calm down. And then the host would stand up and he would um, he would greet you and he would kiss you on both cheeks. And in many countries, they still do it. It's I'm, I've been talking to some friends about going to Italy soon and I'll get a lot of those there. It's very sweet. But there wasn't any water for Jesus and people were like, oh, And there was no oil for his head. And they were like, yikes. And the host didn't rise to greet him or to kiss him. And people were like, this is horrible. But there was a woman in the town. And Luke said that she was a sinner. And biblical scholars say, you know, everybody's a sinner. But what this meant was she was, you know what I mean. She was, she was maybe a prostitute of some sort, or maybe just a woman who just had a sexual past. Maybe she had, I don't know, maybe affairs with men. I, you know, I don't know how many, 
how many marriages a person has to ruin before people know, you know, what kind of person she was. But it maybe had led her down a road of, not the road she hoped, but maybe a road of more rejection than she ever dreamed, and more brokenness, and maybe a lot of shame, and maybe she was even sick. And at some point, the story, in reading the story, there's too many reasons to go into now, but I personally believe that she had had an encounter with Jesus before this, and the, and she had been assured he had offered her like forgiveness, that she could be forgiven of all of her guilt, that she could have a new start, that she could have she could have a new life, she could have a fresh start, and a fresh start always starts with a fresh start, and I think she had taken it. And I don't know whether it was she had been maybe a face on the edge of a crowd and had listened to him give a sermon about this. I think, I personally think it would have taken more convincing than that. I think it was probably because of a private conversation that he had with her, probably a conversation like the conversation that he had with a woman in John chapter 4, that people thought it was scandalous that he would be alone with a woman like that having a conversation. And I think that maybe if you had, if you had seen Jesus maybe one evening talking to this woman. You know, everybody else was in their house. And maybe it was in a park. Maybe it was in a park where she worked. Maybe it was on the corner where she worked. And Jesus was talking with her. And you might think, what am I seeing? Is this sin? No, it was the opposite. It was love. I would have wanted to tell you. If you see him on the street, walking by your side, talking by your side, have pity. He's trying to do the unimaginable. It's forgiveness. Could you imagine? And she did, and she, she, and she opened her heart to it, and it made her life completely new. And something that she never imagined or dreamed and she knew and and this and the thanks thankfulness that she felt to him who could give her what nobody else could give her had blossomed into love and so she knew Jesus was at this party and she probably knew how he was being treated and um, she was super uninvited but she walked in the door, and when she stepped out into the room and the light fell upon her face, people were just like, oh my gosh, it's her. And she had a plan. She forgot all about it. She just, the emotion, she ran to his feet, and she began to weep. You know, you know how it is. You just, you don't know why, but she just was weeping uncontrollably. And there had been no water for his feet, but it didn't matter now because her tears would be that water and her probably snot. And she would just, she was crying all over his feet. And because there had been no towel, it didn't matter because she just undid her hair. And she let it fall down and she wiped his feet with her hair and then got control of herself. And she just started kissing his feet and kissing his feet. He hadn't been kissed when he came into the room until now. And he was, she was kissing his feet. And then she took out this jar of perfume that cost a lot of money. And she probably had purchased it maybe from money that she had got from clients of hers. And maybe she used the perfume to get further clients. But she was done with that now. 
it was over. Her life was new, and she wanted to give it to Jesus, and she broke it, and she poured it all over his feet. And the host was watching this, thinking. There's a place in Proverbs chapter 7 that said a prostitute will use her long hair, kisses, and perfume to attract men. And he's like, what am I seeing? Is this sin? And it's like, no. It's the opposite. It's love. So Jesus said to the host, he said, Simon, I have something to tell you. And he was like, you think? And Jesus told him a story about two people that had debts they couldn't pay. The one was bigger than the other, but neither one of them could pay. And they were both freely forgiven. And he said, who would love more? And in telling that story, Jesus opened the door for us to get closer to the deepest mystery that this universe and all of time holds. Why could God just not forgive us? I can forgive people. Why did Jesus have to come here and be tortured to death for God to forgive us? I don't get it. And Jesus said, it's because the guilt that we have is like a debt. Because of who God is, because of who we are, we owed him everything. We have given him nothing but pain. And we have a debt that we can't pay. And some people know it, and some people don't. And that's why some people love Jesus and other people don't. But there was, a, there was a person in a book who said one time, John Stott, trying to understand why Jesus had to die in that horrible, torturous way. And he said, if you think about it as paying a debt, he said, when someone has a debt with you, like if someone owes you $1,000, and you understand that they can't pay you, they're never going to pay you, and you forgive the debt, you've basically paid it yourself. You're out the money. And experts in ethics say that principle is true. Every time you forgive someone, whenever you forgive someone, you're basically going to absorb the consequences of what that person did in your person, and you're paying the debt yourself. If God were to forgive us, he would have to come here and do that. When Jesus was arrested, um, he went to be arrested. And he waited on them. And he said, who are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And John said, he said, I am he. It's not really what John said that he said. John said that Jesus said, I am. When Moses asked God who was sending him, when people say, what is your name? What do I say? You tell them, ayah, asir, ayah. I am that which I am. You tell them, I am has sent you because that is my name. And when Jesus said that, they were overwhelmed by the import of what he was saying, and they fell on the ground. Almighty God had come here to absorb the consequences of what we have been and what we have done and pay our penalty. And when you read about it, sometimes I think about 
You know, when you read Matthew and you think, why do they have to be so mean? Like, it was just so mean. Like, you know, when Jesus was arrested, they slapped him in the face. Then they punched him in the face. Then they spit in his face. And then they beat him with a stick. And then they, and then a procedure happened where he was tortured. He was tortured in a way that took his skin away. It took people's muscles away. People died from it. And then they sat him in a chair. They had to prop him up. Isaiah said he didn't even look like a human anymore at that point. And they put a robe on him. They put a crown on him. And they made fun of him. It's like, why do you have to make fun of him? What is that about? Like, and they, it said they took the stick and they beat him with it again. And then they stripped him naked. And it's like, what is up with this? Like, what is up with the shame? Like, the mocking and the making fun and the shame. Is that the penalty that we deserve? I don't know. And sometimes I think maybe it's just a part. Maybe it's all messed up together, but maybe it's just a part of bearing the consequences of what we had become and of what we have done. Bearing the con This is what we do. This is who we are. And he was bearing the consequences of it. I think about how the pain of it. I can't think about the pain of it why he had to die in such a painful way that people took him and they nailed his hands to a beam. They nailed his foot to a post. They nailed the beam to the post. The only way he could breathe was to pull on the nails, to stand on the nail. And, it was just, and just pain screamed down neurological pathways to explode in his brain. And it's like, why, why does it have to be this painful? Why, it's, is this the penalty for what I deserve? Yes, maybe, yes. Maybe it's just absorbing the consequences of what we've done, of who we've been. This is what we do. This is who we are. But there was a certain place where it became dark in the entire world. Mark said, And Jesus cried out, Almighty God the Son, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because in a way that we could not possibly, that we will never comprehend, Almighty God the Father turned his tear-stained face away from Almighty God the Son. Because this is what I deserve. I deserve to be in the dark, in pain, alone, forever. And he paid that for me. Because he loves me. And he loves you. No matter what we've been, no matter what we've done, John, Mark, Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he made him who knew no sin to become sin. If you had walked by and you have seen Jesus nailed there, hanging there, and you had thought, is this... Is this the epitome of a sinner? Is this sin? It looks like it, but it's the opposite. It's love. You know, I think about, I think about this woman. 
and I think about her weeping and kissing Jesus' feet and just losing it. And people thinking that she was crazy. And it was just because she loved him so much for the fresh start that she had gotten. And I thought she didn't even know. She didn't even know what it was gonna cost him. She didn't know what he was going to pay in paying her debt so that she could have a fresh start. What if she had known that? She would never stop kissing his feet, never stop weeping. Just never stop what if what if you loved Jesus so much that people just thought you were crazy if only I loved him so much that people think I'm crazy and I hope someday they do come you sin.